I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Layman's Term Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Hey, third week here. We're talking about the hero and the mission. Flip the old sands of time, Keith. It's a cold day. It's a cold, cold day. snowy day. Now you're going to date our podcast. Uh, well, I mean, we could be in North Dakota. That's, That's something. True. All right. Cold snowy day. We're talking about um, the different the different parts, uh, characters of a story, um, and life is a story. So these characters, and not just all the characters, but ourselves, um, experience all these different aspects of um, being the different types of characters in our own story, in someone else's story, all throughout our lives. So we've talked about heroes, we've talked about villains, uh, today we're talking about victims, mm-hmm. um, and next week we're going to talk about guides uh, mm-hmm. in these stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, Don't get too far ahead. Oh, sorry. But we, we're, we're, talking, we're talking about this in relation to the story of Moses, right? Correct. So Exodus, right? So... Um, where where Moses kind of navigates all almost all four of these. We'll find out next week if Ooh. he navigates the fourth one. But he navigates all 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 of these roles, right? So um, you know, it's important to understand that you're not always the hero, you're not always the villain, not always the victim, and not always the victim, right? So far, so um, so yeah, so the victim. The victim card, right? Very popular for people to maybe play a victim when they're when they're Ooh, not yeah. necessarily a victim. I think of uh, big difference between being a victim, being a victim, and playing a victim. Because being a victim is, it's, you know, I guess with all sensitivity, it's it's the full range of possibilities, and it's serious, and it can be physically damaging, emotionally damaging, spiritually damaging. Um, victimizing someone's a horrible offense. Yeah. Um, but just playing it. Yeah. Like to, in soccer. To your advantage. When somebody oh, barely touches flop. you and they flop down and they grab their leg or whatever and, and then they, the guy gets a yellow card and then they just hop up they hop and right go back on. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And I think uh, um, roughing the kicker is like roughing that. The we kicker. love we my household <laughs> loves a good punter flop yeah we do yeah we, yeah even the instant replay where the guy never even touches him yep. but he like falls down and grabs his leg yeah the uh um i think i heard in basketball now you you can get penalized for the flop oh really yeah so uh i think i think this was nba and uh, is total hearsay so uh, <laughs> the, pers- the person who told me may not be credible at all, and right. I can't even—I couldn't even identify them to go back and be like, "Oh, so and so told me." Yes. Right? It could have been a fourth grader. Probably. Honest to goodness, could have been a fourth grader. Probably was. Um, but according to random fourth grader, uh, NBA players now can be fined by the league. Oh, for, like, yeah, when they the get flop. they get hit and they go, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, and then they fall down for the or flop. whatever. Yeah. yeah, and then there's somebody the other day, random said, I think probably same random fourth grader told me actually got injured. On his flop, so he got flo- he, flopped, <laughs> he flopped, but then, then got injured. But then actually, you know, hurt himself. Yeah, and that's a good one. Self inflicted, self inflicted victimhood. Um, so uh, we're kind of talking through um, the story of Moses and Exodus, and we take up um, Exodus four ten through thirteen, um, and so this is when God's talking to Moses and is 
going to send him back to Pharaoh to to tell him to free the Israelites, right? Yeah, now enters excuses. Excuses. So Moses says to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? It is not I, the Lord. Now go, I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. But Moses said, pardon your servant, Lord, please send someone else. So he makes this big excuse like, oh, I can't go talk to him. I'm I, I'm just slow. Nothing comes out right, you know, and I think he, in this whole story, he makes like two or three, he, he tells God no, like two or three mm-hmm. times, right? And then, and then God finally like, is like, no, you're going to go, go do it, right? Yeah. yeah. Kind of, um, you know, you know, the, uh, a lot of people like, like good ideas, like people have, folks will have good ideas. Yeah. Right, I have lots of good ideas. They have these great ideas, and usually, good ideas need some sort of action or follow through. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love this phrase when you have people and these. And I'm not saying they're bad ideas, right? But I, I get some internal humor out of the ideas that the person with the idea wants no part of executing, right? On, but wants to share it, sure. Right? Yeah. Like, so it's like, oh, you know what we should do, <laughs> you know? And it's like, we who. We right. should go to the store and get a pie. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, pie sounds good. Great. Uh, here's some money. Here's the keys to my car. I'll be here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That it's kind like, of thing. We should <laughs> fill in the blank. Right. 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 Um, oh, you know, it'd be great if. I do this all the time, Deshauna. I do this all the time. You do? I do. Oh. I do. I've, I, I'll be sitting there and, and mainly the store excuse, right? Like, like, oh, you know what we need for dinner tonight? We need blank, right? We should go get that. And then she's always like, "Oh well, yeah, let's go, let's go." Because she'll she's Does up she to, go to go anywhere. No, my, my dad did. What? Yeah. You have a mouse in your pocket? Yeah, I have a mouse in my pocket. Do you have a mouse in your pocket? You get up? No. If you just said we, uh-huh. that's that's if oh, if you told if you said to me saying, like, like like yeah yeah so you and your mouse are gonna go and, yeah. so you guys oh so it's uh, you guys should well, do that. Shana's always a, wants to go like she's not a home person like she's I a goer am. she's a goer right so if you got a like if you it'll be like one of those things where it's like oh oh man I'm out of deodorant uh, I'll get it tomorrow no no I'll go I'll go get it. You know, like anything to go to Target or Liberty or get in the car or whatever. I needed to get uh, something anyways, right? And it's like, you know, whatever. Um, Yeah, so I do it to her all the time. I'll be like, oh, we need an XYZ from the store. We should go get it. Uh, Yeah, okay, let's go. You know what? Maybe I should stay here because we'd have to get the kids together. We'd have to get the coats on and the shoes on get them in the car. Why don't I stay here? Why don't you go get it? And then you just get that look like, oh. You tricked me. You tricked me, and I already said it was a good idea, so. <laughs> Diabolical. So, um, I think, so, what, though you just led into some excuses yes. there, right? Like, yeah. so you had the good the idea. Kids, you had yeah. the good idea. She had the, she agreed to the idea. You're going to do the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Mo- God, uh, Moses is like, dude, we should get the rest. We should get these. We should get these people free. You yeah, know? we should free them up. And God's like, that's a great idea. Dude, go do it. Um, this is what 
this is what we need. Yeah. God's like, yeah, we should. Here's what you're going to go do. Right. Yeah. Like we're doing, we're doing it together, but you need to go walk on up in there and tell Pharaoh what's up. And excuses. We We got to get the coats for the kids. I got these sheep to take care of. (laughs) We should, um, we should ask. Christmas vacation, got bills to pay. So I got to feed the hog. We should ask, uh, we should ask Adam, um, how many times he gets approached for a sermon? Like, oh, dude, this is a great idea for a sermon. And then how many times Adam's like, hey, yeah, you should, you should do that. You know, like let's let's get you together and do it. And be like, oh no, I don't like public speaking. This is just an idea for you, right? Because I bet it's more often than not. Because public speaking is one of those like excuses, right? Yeah. Like Moses is but, basically saying, like, I'm not very of, smart. I that, can't really talk well. Yeah, I guess I. That's kind of an extreme example, right? Like I'm thinking more, you know, along the lines of like, like we should, we should, um, you know, like it'd be like, oh, we should hold the door open for people as they leave and say, have a blessed week. Okay, do it. Right, like I'm thinking much more simple on the on the we. We should should have. We should bring back. uh, We should bring out. Church bulletins. Great. You make them and print them every week, and then we will hand them out. <laughs> no, or that's not. still different. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I think, I think you know, if you, if you look at excuses, right, as a whole, you can have um, some – you can have some pretty dumb excuses, right? Like – uh, like, hey, you want to go out tonight? No, I got to clean my spice cabinet, right? Like, I don't wow. organize my spice. That's like the classic yeah. example of an excuse to not do something. So, what is, first of all, what is your go-to excuse when there's something happening and you just, you don't want a, a part of it? Like, everybody's got a go-to excuse. Mm. I do. Mm. And then, and then the flip side, what's the lamest excuse that you've ever given somebody that it just popped in your head and you said it, and then you were like, oh, that's so dumb. Ah, uh, lame excuses. Dumb excuses and then lame excuses. And then really good ones. Well, yeah, what is, your go- what is your go-to excuse? Mine is the kids aren't feeling good, right? Because nobody wants to be around a sick kid, and if one of the kids doesn't feel good – then you might be sick too. So then they don't want to. They that's don't want to do good. anything with you. That's my. That's my standard go-to excuse. And usually, so it's, hey, one of the one of the kids isn't feeling good right now. So I have. Um, I feel as honesty is the best policy, right? <laughs> so um, I have a little bit of like I don't like. I just don't want to hang out with you right now. I like man. I try to avoid. <laughs> I I just really, really, really try to avoid any sort of. Um, falsification of information just because i'm just not good like it, yeah but see with three kids one of them always that's what doesn't I mean, feel good. right like there's that one's pretty, i'm not, I'm that not really pretty, falsifying information there's never been a time where all three kids are like fine and healthy yeah i think so i think that's that's good i think um you know sometimes like uh um a good excuse though like if you're having any sort of digestive issues, mm, mm-hmm. um, no one really wants to hear the in-depth right, details right. of said mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. And those can usually create like why you're late, 
why you didn't come at all. Sure, yeah. Why like, you're leaving like, early? Hey, what, <laughs> why, why? Why are you so late? You know. Well, well, let me let me tell you what my gastroenterologist tells let's me. Let's start with the uh, <laughs> the eight day old enchiladas, right? Okay, and I should have thrown them out, right? Uh, usually they usually that story gets cut off pretty early. Um, what's you know? Let me just backtrack for a second. I, I once I once had an employee of mine um, year, years ago, years ago, right, would go to lunch and then, like, call me or text me, like, dude, I, I can't come back. Like, I ate some bad sushi, right? Okay, we, and we had, like, a sushi restaurant that's kind of, like... I have only ate bad sushi one time. Okay. I eat a lot of sushi, Keith, I but I'll tell you... I, I know, this is it's fish. Just, this is public service now, but for the masses... If it's on special, <laughs> don't buy and it. and it's scallops. Oh, don't do it. I don't know why, <laughs> man, but I ate the special raw. Oh, scallops. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was off sushi for a month or two after that one. But like California rolls, about all I can do because it doesn't have any fish in it. But anyway, I, di- I digress. So like. And you know, oh, I kick it out. And then, like first couple times, you're like, dude, I don't. That's fine. Like we'll we'll cover it. But like in a month, it was like eight or nine times. And I'm like, dude, if I got sick, like violently ill for 24 hours from eating a particular type of food, it's gonna be a minute. It's going to be a hot minute before I eat I still it again. I still can't eat fudge, and that was uh, 1993. Shauna still can't have guacamole. like, And that was a cruise when she was pregnant with the oldest. So it was like 12 years ago. And she can't stand. She can't. She's just now got to the point where she can see it again. Anyway. Here's one. Here's those are the lame. Ex- those are the lame excuses. The bad. Here's sushi. one for you. All right. So, um, not the uh, not the brightest crayon, not the sharpest pencil, whatever um, you want to use. But uh, not the sharpest crayon, not the brightest right. pencil. That's right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've had idiom discussions around the office today. <laughs> so, um, so you know, when I was a kid, I I was, I was slow with the phonics. Didn't understand. It wasn't a very uh, speedy reader. Um, and do you ever do the, um, the, the tongue tied thing? Like, oh, I'm, I just can't, I can't speak today. Well, actually, no, I can't read, but that my excuse was, so I'd be like reading, be like, yeah, right. Yeah, like, okay. like, here's my example. I'd be like reading, reading the scripture, right. And be like, Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord, never have been, I, 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 oh, good night. I just can't speak today. Well, no, I misread the sentence. I was actually, you know, well, it had nothing. I'm not tongue tied. Nothing. It was just, I legit. Maybe. You have a reading problem, not a yeah, speaking I problem. A, right. Yeah. But I felt as though, yeah, I felt as though the, the excuse of, oh, blah, 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 my tongue blah. swollen is better than. <laughs> oh, I got stung by a bee today. <laughs> anyway, that was I one. bit my tongue earlier. That was one I tried, you know, which actually it doesn't deflect at all. It actually draws more attention <laughs> right. to the flub. To the flub. So uh, anyway, that's that's a you know open book here, man. That's a, that's, that's a, a good. That's times. a guilty one there. Um, you know, go back with the sports reference. You know, you ever uh, you ever uh, come in last on the wind sprints and pulled the hammy? Oh man, just oh. Came up, oh man, you know, get a little little, right. little soccer flop right. going on you there. You wanna know you wanna know some truth? Right. Truth All bomb, right. drop truth it. Truth bomb. 
And then no one, I've never told this to anybody before, right? Oh, don't worry. Nobody's listening. Yeah. That's the nine people or 10 people here. But, uh, so I played tennis, played tennis in, in, you know, growing up in high school, lettered and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I was playing this guy. He was really good. I, and legitimately I did have a problem when I was, when I was going up to the net, uh, and I was, and I would, and I would hit, I would stop. Instead of swinging through, like my normal, my normal swing was fine. But when I go to the net, for whatever reason, I would stop. I would stop. I would stop. Well, you know, that's double, that's, that's double force hitting that racket. And so like, I kind of, I kind of like pulled one of my biceps a little bit in, in practice or whatever. So we had a match and I'm playing this guy and it doesn't feel good. You know, it doesn't feel great, but like I could play. Right. And this guy's like way better than me, like way better than me. Like, there's no way that I'm going to beat this dude. So I was just like, oh man, I don't know my arm coach, coach, my arm. It's just like, it's just like, man. And he just had that look on his face, like, come on. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. And he just sighed and walked off. Yeah. Pretty honest <laughs> appraisal. I think, uh, I, I think pretty honest appraisal that, which, um, uh, my kids don't appreciate, um, but I also I also am honest enough that I'll use this on myself, right? It usually doesn't come with the the faking of a physical injury, right? <laughs> um, like it does with kids and youth sports and stuff like that. But um, but you know there'll be a, there'll be an injury of sorts, and my my <laughs> wife will be like, "What what's wrong? What happened?" Right? And I was like, "Oh, yeah, wounded his pride, right? <laughs> right? We 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 pulled we've pulled the pride. Um, it's a deep pride strain and." Like just just hits a ball and it's like this infield bloop and they catch it and they're out. It's like oh I don't know something something's wrong with my arm yeah, or something. Yeah. Man, I was swinging. I just didn't make contact. Dude, I don't know oh, what's going man. on. <laughs> he'll strain the pride. <laughs> yes, my pride was very just very strained, bruised, you know, very bruised. You know, yeah. I've never I've I've only been beaten severely in in like a match like three times and. uh I just wasn't having the third. That was a deep. Right? That was a deep. Was not having was the a, third. That would have been a deep bone <laughs> bruise right there. Oh shoot! So I, you know, what I find what I find interesting about this this story, okay, is Moses, the dude, had the audacity to tell God to his face or voice, "No, find someone else." Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine, like, what, what would if 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 there was like a bush and it started burning and God was talking to you, right? Okay, and He was like, "Mitch, I need you to go do this." What would you tell him? Like, what could be the the thing that you'd have to be like? I just, I can't do that. Isn't that like? I'm not sure. Is that there like is the some, point I mean, of the story, though? Yeah, like yeah, I mean, the point of the the whole <laughs> the whole purpose here is the audacity of it, and it just really makes you realize, like uh, Moses, <laughs> God is willing to help. Like, don't excuse yourself out of this situation. He's willing to help. Yeah, I just I find that um, I find that hilarious because. You know, he, he, you know, and I think a lot of it's because he, he did go to Pharaoh once and asked to have the three days off, right. To go, 
you know, uh, have a festival in the woods, right? And Pharaoh was like, no, now I'm going to make your life harder. And everybody kind of hates him for it, right? You know what I mean? Kind of like, so, you know, he doesn't have a good track record of getting what, you know, he he needs from, from Pharaoh, right? So, uh, you think that plays into his, like, decision-making here of saying, like, dude, I can't do this? Um. Of course, and I think all the everybody's you know lifelong human experience plays into their long list of excuses they make or lies they tell themselves or um, falsification of facts, right? You know, write their own narrative. Yep. Um, but um, yes, yeah, so like Moses is Moses just really. I think wants to just leave Egypt in his past, just be done with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is his, I see this as his, and this is why we, we picked it, but this is why he he's playing a victim. Mm -hmm. He's not actually the victim in this, right? He's, he's no, the he's victims playing. are back there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I just, I thought that was, I thought so that he, was, so he, yeah, he uses all these different different excuses. Um, we made some notes, kind of a list of um, the different excuses. Um, and he uses, he uses identity, like, ah, yeah, I'm like, not the guy. Dude, I'm not who that am I to who do, am I do that? To Come do on. This. Um, he uses authority, like, once again, like, who am I? I'm who not, I don't have the power to I can't, do this. Who can tell Pharaoh to do anything? Right, anything. I already tried that. I tried work. it. Didn't work. Um, you know, rejection, inadequacy. And then, and then just, to your point, flat out refusal. That's go a, find that's someone a else. no for me, dog. That's a no for me, dog. Yeah. Um, so, which one of those do you feel that you identify most with when when you uh, and and heaven forbid you ever play the victim in your life, right? But. What do you think most people like identify with in there? I think it's inadequacy. Um, yeah, I yeah, I identify, I think, and I may have to flesh it out more, but I really think um with the identity part of it, the identity authority part of it, like I have um I think I don't I don't think I see myself as much of a leader mm. that people follow. Mm -hmm. So therefore, um, I don't feel I. I think that in lies my excuses to do interesting to do. You know, you're just the the average Joe. Yeah. So having a being able to inspire more out of folks and band them together to in cooperation to go do something beyond all of our capabilities. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. I don't feel like I maybe have the, the, uh, the authority or even identify, identify with that position of authority. Interesting. To be, to be the leader. Um, see, I have, I have command in my top talent themes, um, which command, for the audience is uh, a talent theme that, you know, t we, t we talk about talent themes. Um, it's a Clifton strengths uh, based thing, but command is, 
it's not that I want I want to be in charge, but in the lack of someone being in charge, I will do it. You'll fill the power vacuum. I will fill the power vacuum. So like all through so school. So is that what command means? Yeah, it it's 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 that you you appreciate a, a structure, a command structure, right? And then in the the absence of it, you'll end up taking over. And then a great example is in school when you have a, a class project and they break you up into groups and you got like mm-hmm. groups of five or at work, you they do breakouts. Okay guys, we're gonna do a breakout. I'm gonna count everybody one, two, three, one, two, three, one's over here, two's over here, three's over yeah. here. Okay. And they're like, okay, pick a leader, right? And then everybody's just kinda like Oh, well, that is me. Then, then. then I just go, yep, okay. Yeah, I let about 30 seconds of awkward mm-hmm. silence go by, mm-hmm. and I say, okay, well. I guess I'm doing it. Now this is happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I mean, that's okay. part of the strength, okay. right? That's part of the, the strength. So for me, identity and authority, I may feel like I don't have the authority to do it, but I would do it. Like, you know, if, if something was like, you know, if something's wrong in a situation, um, you know, like you're in a meeting and a coworker says something they, that's inappropriate, right? I'm kind of the person to be like, dude, don't say that, right? Or like whatever. I you tried know? to sign in to see where my command is, but mm. I don't know my password. That's that's, that's terrible. <laughs> anyway, I, I look at rejection and that inadequacy. I think those are probably the fear of rejection is I would think from a from a population standpoint, the most the most uh, the one that people would resonate with the most, right? Okay, yeah, from for the, sure. You know, there's just the fear of rejection of like, you know, doing something, failing at it, right, or whatever. Um, I think that probably stops most people. Um, and then I think rejection and inadequacy really kind of come together, right? Um, you know, because in yours, you're saying rejection. Thank you, Siri. Um, but like inadequacy just is kind of to your point a little bit where you feel that you don't have the authority to do it. Mm. Well, you, that's more of an inadequacy. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think that's more it is that feeling that you, you can't do it. And I think the least used um, excuse is I don't think it's an excuse at all. It's just obstinance. The denial, the flat, flat out, out flat out refusal. I think that's the least. You, I don't think many people. Doesn't that annoy you though when somebody does that? Like when you're like, "Hey, grab the vacuum for me mm, and and vacuum this up," and they're not like, happening. "No." <laughs> Doesn't that just like wait? I'm what? You just, you just did you just flat out deny me? But at the same time, um, um, no, not like not an excuse. Like no, hey, I gotta get over here. But like no, yeah. So is it better? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, there's some good questions in here, and we're getting we're getting into like uh, parenting again. Parenting no, we, again. no, we always do oh this, my right? Gosh, like, yes. you, um, kids, like no. Like, is it better? All right, so is it better to have a kid like do something, um, like flat out begrudgingly 
like do something begrudgingly and just just mad about it. Just mad, right? Yeah, it's Piper. Or or just come around to terms to doing it, doing it later or something. Like, is it better that they do it? Um, that they do it begrudgingly on their own or like brushing their teeth yeah, and combing their hair. Like, Hey, brush your teeth and comb your hair. Like you've got from when you wake up to you go to school to brush your teeth and comb your hair. I don't care when you do it. Oh man. I just need it Dude. done in Dude. that time frame, Right. And I, and it's like, all right, I brush about my- ready out the door. They're I- like, did you brush your teeth? And they're like, Yes, with this like dragon breath that you're like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. And if you did, you didn't do a good enough. You should job. try scrubbing your tongue. <laughs> Why is it so hard? I I remember brushing my teeth. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm just one of those memories where you yeah. fill your head with how great of a kid that you were. Told your own. Told your own narrative. You yeah. wrote your own. Yeah. Right, so but I remember brushing my teeth all the time. I don't ever. I'm deodorant. Wearing deodorant. Brushing my teeth. I Not always a problem. did it. Like. I don't understand not um, – so it's funny. Like, first thing I do in the morning is brush my teeth. Yeah. Well, well I mean, then I go drink coffee. Like, you know, so, like, I don't know. It's not like I do it. It's not like I do it coffee. right. You know what you I mean? Clean your, you clean. You feel out nice and fresh, and then you got coffee breath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Through, like, lunch, right? I mean, you're probably dealing with it right now, right? Cro- sitting across the table uh. with me. So it's like I'm not doing anybody any favors. Uh, but I did brush my teeth twice. Right? Yeah. Now, do you brush your teeth twice a day? Yeah. See, I don't. You don't brush your teeth of an evening before Mm-mm. you go to bed? Mm-mm. Oh, man. All right. Mm-mm. We have any dentist on the line. <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. I don't like that. I, can't, I don't know. The number, that's probably, probably more figure, important. I have to figure it out. And I wonder if Shauna does. Now, I will I will floss and stuff at night after dinner to get oh, you know, I don't floss. No the way, stuff man. out of my teeth. No, you got to keep that stuff in there. Plugs up the gaps. <laughs> no, keeps other stuff from problem. getting stuck. That's the problem is it sits there next to the tooth. And yes, yeah, I get like nothing it. stuck in my teeth. Additionally, because it's just all permanently there. <laughs> it's just always old, old beef is in there. Yeah. Old sushi. Yeah, I just old scallop sushi. <laughs> Floss twice a year, and I have it done professionally. Um. Yeah. Have you have you ever had your kids just tell you no? I don't mean like I don't mean like toddler no. Like no, it's time to take a nap. No, 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 no. And then you put them in the room. No, no. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten year old kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be like, no. Yeah, and I've never had it. My no, kids have so, never done it. Now they they've I've asked them to do something now, or whatever, and they didn't do it. So but here's I've never had them just be like, no. And here I'll just keep it as high level high level as possible. Never never obstinance with with a with a chore or a. a uh, you know the toothbrush like never it's never just been okay. like like hey i need you to go do this now uh-huh. you know yeah um never with anything like that but um one time i tried to get my you know very recent tried to get my middle schooler out of his comfort zone uh-huh. um and into a social situation that you know oh. in middle school like oh, I, well that's appropriate for him to tell you no and he just like like i just like you know i came here exactly what it was but i was like all right, yeah, we're going to go do this. He looks at me and he goes, no, we're not. <laughs> right? Like Completely appropriate. But, but just like a completely different, like, like I mean. Not like, no, dad, come on. No, let's do no, something it else. Was like, it was like, no. Switch, like, switch flipped. And 
you know, went from went from father brother to college roommate. Not, no, we're not leaving here. So you can just you can go do that. You can just sit on down. No, all, all my kids are the begrudging, like angry, angry. You know, hey, you need to do your chores. Sweet and furiously. Oh. Angry cleaning. Angry cleaning. The, the, our house has a lot of angry cleaning, unfortunately. Well, and I'm the victim of the, of that. I have to deal with all the angry cleaning. See, I'm playing the victim. Playing the victim. What a good. Sh- what a good. Sh- so I think that's. I think that wraps it up. I mean, that's a pretty good. Well, the sands of time. The have sands ended. of time have ended, and we we are a little long winded. Oh. oh. So um, now again, I don't want to take away from. Then we kind of mentioned it in the beginning, and I just want to reemphasize: we're really talking when we're talking about the victim here in our discussion was just these the kind of playing the victim, mm-hmm. um, you know, in 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 a lot of stories, and this is Moses kind of playing the victim here, but in a lot of stories and a lot of people's lives, they are an actual victim of something, right? Um, so we don't want to downplay, and we don't want to make fun of, we don't want to make fun of that, um, but. So I just kind of wanted to re reemphasize that point if you're joining us late in this conversation. So that's it. Wow, well, this was fun. Catch this you guys uh, See you next, next week. week for the guide. For the guide. Later. Peace.